to the podcast without the pocket protector. This is Geek This Podcast. episode of Geek This Podcast. I am David Clements. And I'm David Hunt. And I know it's been a while since we've done an episode and you guys are probably wondering where we're at, but, you know, lives and such. If I'm doing my math correctly, this is episode 24 of Geek This Podcast, and it is also the fifth episode of our Batman on Film series, and we are going to be talking about Batman and Robin. Yes, the the dreaded Batman and Robin. <laughs> we... We had almost hoped we would never get to this episode. And well, I think it was a subconscious thing that we were kind of hoping that maybe the world might end before we could record this episode. Maybe that's why we took a month off, almost. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I think it was subconscious. It's like, oh, we really want to do another episode, but do we really want to do the Batman and Robin episode? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to watch that movie again. I actually didn't watch it before we did this, because... I'm I'm kind of Batmaned out, so so we'll see how this all works out. We will finish the series. Just we might have to take a break. <laughs> it might be the, the end of 2014. <laughs> Maybe. So before we really start talking about Batman and Robin, let's let's talk about some news. The first, really, the biggest thing for me is the Marvel and Netflix deal that was announced um, this past week or so. Um, where they're going to be doing four live-action series and a mini-series. So the four live-action series are something to do with Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist. And then the mini-series will be the Defenders, so we'll have all of those characters in a mini-series of some sort. So I've heard it's supposed to total about 60 hours. That's what was reported a few weeks before now as to what Marvel had ordered. What do you think about that? I think it's exciting news. I mean, the more Marvel, the better. Absolutely. But I just hope that they do an adequate job at it. I don't know what your feelings are about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how are you all caught up? I'm, yeah, I'm all caught up. It's getting better. I, I, I really enjoyed the past two episodes, Um, I I think it's finally finding its momentum. I think what was happening was they were just kind of taking off too fast at the beginning of the series because at the time, there wasn't even a full season ordered, I don't Mm. think. So they were trying to cram as much in as possible, and I think it lost some people, but I think it's starting to kind of get its footing and... And I mean, I'm really interested in the characters. Uh, has your opinion changed at all on the show? A little bit. Uh, a little spoiler alert if you haven't caught up. Just fast forward about five minutes or so. <laughs> at the end of the last episode, Coulson called in and he was trying to get some information on what happened to him yeah. uh, during the Avengers. And then they said, you don't have authorization for that. Even though he's level 8. Even though he's level 8. Which you assume is probably the highest tier yeah, pro- of sheet. Probably sheet like... Measure. Probably, like, Nick Fury's level 9, and that's it. Yeah. So, the fact that he doesn't have access to that, 
Mm-hmm. It says a lot. Like, yeah. Does that that intrigues you? That intrigues. That makes you want to watch. That was the whole thing that got me. Okay. Into Agents of Shield. Okay. Uh, was that like I love Coulson? He was always great in all the movies. Yeah. I want to know what what's going on with him. Really, the only characters that I'm really grasping onto. Colson, of course, mm-hmm. and then Fitzsimmons. I love Fitzsimmons. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I I like Sky, but and I like Ward, but they're not my favorite characters. I can't wait to see them actually do something that matters with those characters. Right. In my opinion, I mean, Sky is kind of going um, looking for her parents and and her own history. You know, how did she? get to where she is and that kind of thing um which is good and all well like the episode before that and not to i mean if you guys want to listen to uh an agents of shield podcast please go check out our friends welcome to level seven um ben and daniel do a great job yeah but um, this so. isn't a, this isn't the shield podcast we're <laughs> we might have to like record an episode and just take over one day i'm kidding i'm kidding i guess just to, to sum it all up i'm really enjoying it um, but I would like to see them do something more with Ward and Sky, kind of break them out of their molds, because mm. Ward is still that really tough nut that hasn't been cracked yet, you know, and he's not really a favorite character of mine. Yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I guess summary for me is, going into it, I thought it was going to be, like, my favorite show of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. Pro- right. Kind of going back to the whole Marvel Netflix thing, what show... Um, are you or character? Are you the most excited to see put out there live action? If they can do it right mm-hmm. uh, and do them justice, uh, I want to see Daredevil Absolutely. done again. Yeah, uh, the I, first movie. I don't think it was as horrible as everyone mm-hmm. thought it was. Elektra, don't even get me started. <laughs> I've not seen that. I don't um, know that I want to. But but Daredevil, I don't think it was as bad as everyone said. But I do want to see a better version of that. Last week. As we record this, I posted a list that um, comicbookresources.com had a a whole list of um, books that you should read before 2015 um, to just kind of introduce you to these characters if you're not Mm. sure who they are. Um, Luke Cage, Power Man, he's... He's one I'm not that familiar with. Like, I, I know him if I saw him. Right. But I, I really don't... Un, I don't know his backstory or anything. And I read his um, his origin story. There's a... They put out a series in 2011, early 2012. Um, it was Marvel Origins. And they they only had a few of them. Uh, but I read... I read Ant-Man and the Wasp, which actually kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the Luke Cage book was fantastic. So... Um, I'm really interested to to see him too, and I'm probably making people scream because you know a, a lot of people are excited about Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And they've been wanting to see that for a while. And I have no idea who she is. So, <laughs> um, so what's your kind of big news of the week? Uh, the big thing that I have been grasping onto, uh, besides kind of anticipating the release of the PlayStation Four. Because uh, I want to see what everyone says about it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to buy one anytime soon just because <laughs> I don't have the money for that. Right. Um, but I definitely want to hear what everyone has to say. I have a few friends who purchased one, um, including Sean Hilton um, ah, of Comics Cubed. Our comic book guy. I just yeah. saw him yesterday. Yeah, so um, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what everyone has to say about the PS4. Uh, but the big thing for me, kind of going back into <laughs> film and movies and TV... Uh, is uh, the spinoff for The Walking Dead, which 
they just said today, and it's not like an official announcement, but kind of, I, it looks like a leak, okay. uh, that it might be sort of a prequel to the current Walking Dead show. Uh, if you haven't heard anything about it, it's a complete spinoff, uh, still with Robert Kirkman at the helm, and uh, they're going to be taking a totally different cast, a totally different group of characters, uh, sort of breaking them off from the show, just set in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question, though, do you think that's going to ruin the current Walking Dead series? Because, I mean, really, they could go... It's a really fine line. They're going to have to really kind of put it far enough um, in the past mm-hmm. so that maybe by the time that they learn what the epidemic is in the, in the, in the spinoff, um, they find out what the epidemic what caused the epidemic in the show. So maybe that they line up because they could spoil, because I mean, that's kind of a mystery, at least for me, as I watched the show. Um, and I, I guess I don't want to spoil too much, mm. but people are getting sick. Right. Um, right now. Uh, and of course, you know, the big thing you're asking is, well, what really, what caused, you know, this apocalypse? What, what's the whole, reason for for the show you know um so i'm worried that if they move too fast on it that they're gonna spoil it well i don't necessarily know if they're going to go the route of like what caused the the outbreak okay um i just think they want to sort of start earlier because um in The Walking Dead, you don't really see the beginning of the outbreak you don't see like that's true zombies start popping up out of nowhere or I mean, walkers, or whatever you want to call we're, them. We're, I mean, at the at, in season one, episode one. I mean, after Rick wakes up, we're what a few months into yeah. it, right? Yeah. I so, mean, like, the society's already gone. Yeah. And even right now, in season four, I think they're only like a year and a half into mm. all of this. So, it'll be interesting. It, it would be kind of cool to see it start before, but then kind of see that. I mean, I have a feeling like a lot of things they're gonna merge sometime. So. Um, I think I don't I mean, know. Uh, right now, they're saying they they want it to be completely independent. That'd be interesting. Uh, so, I could see maybe eventually having some sort of little nod to the other show. Um, it, but from what I understand, completely different locale, completely different cast. Okay. Uh, It'd be interesting if they kind of pulled some stuff from the books. I read the first two books. I haven't read the new one. Um, the first one was really good. Second one was just okay, but there was a lot of overlapping kind of things in both books. Are you talking about the rise of the governor okay, and the governor uh, books and uh, Road to Woodbury? So awesome, awesome! I'm excited about that. Also, there's a um, Breaking Bad spinoff, and I hope AMC doesn't just like cash in all their chips with these really popular <laughs> things. Like, I mean, people are talking about a Mad Men spinoff and other and stuff like that. I'm just like. I hope they start developing new shows that are really good, just as good as the ones they've got right now. So, all right, enough news talk. We've we've we could we could keep going on and on, but we would never get to. Maybe one episode we'll just shoot the breeze and just whatever. You guys got to let us know. Um, So let's go ahead and talk about Batman and Robin. Do Um, we have to? We do. We do. We don't have to talk too long about it um, because I mean it's not really. We've talked about our list, okay? So, the five movies that we've reviewed, this is, like, number four on my list, with Batman Returns being number five. 
I can't believe you rank this above anything. Okay, let me explain um, why I like this one better than I like Batman Returns. This one, for for one, huge reason. This is one of the only Batman movies that I can actually watch with my daughter. So, I mean, for me, there's an, a little bit of an emotional tug there, because... My girl and I, we, we watch a lot of superhero stuff together. This is the movie that she watched the whole thing through. Didn't freak out anything. I mean, <laughs> Bane was a little creepy. but um, So I can connect with my daughter that way. But I, I can also pull back and look at it from the way I looked at it when I was a kid and it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very toyetic movie. That's the, fr- that's the big phrase. Everything in this movie was made and produced so that they could make toys off of it. Right, they they actually, uh, from what I understand, they made the toys before mm-hmm. the movie was even really yeah. fully in production. Not smart. But right. Uh, and, in fact, if you look at the toy for for Batgirl, mm-hmm. um, she actually has sort of more of a, um, the, what's it called? Like a cowl? Like a cowl, yeah. Really? Yeah, because originally they wanted Batgirl to have more of the cowl, but then they decided to go for the more hair-flowing look. Yeah. Um, so the toy is their mm-hmm. original version of it okay. because they ha- were already producing those before. They I think it. I remember that from special features. Um, I don't know. There's just as goofy and as dumb as this movie is because it is, I, I'm not going to sit here and praise it and say that it's just magnificent, but I'm, if you did, we might not be able to be friends. <laughs> I just, there's something about this movie, I don't know if it's because I can put aside how dumb it is, because I do love really dumb movies. Okay, for instance, this past week I watched The Naked Gun. I don't know if you've ever watched any of those movies. Leslie Nielsen, um, you know, white hair. Yeah, I haven't seen them, but I know what they are. But I love that movie. It's so stupid, so punny, so... I mean, just some of the stuff that happened is just so dumb and it would never actually happen, mm. but I still loved it. So I kind of have the same relationship with this movie um, because you can't take this movie seriously. You start from the beginning lines of the movie and, I mean, you, if you try and take this movie seriously, you're going to just beat the crap out of it. I think the <laughs> thing about this movie that bugs me the most is it does play off Almost like a B movie. Yeah. But it's not. It was like a big budget yeah. production. And it really, until they relaunched it with Batman Begins, mm-hmm. it destroyed the Batman franchise. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. And, I mean, I don't even remember what year. I mean, we're usually pretty good. What year did this come out? 99? Uh, um, in the 90s. I don't remember the exact year. It was I was a kid. I yeah, that's all I... so I mean, and I wasn't really paying attention. I mean, we were watching videos before we started, and um, Jeremy Johns, uh, who's he's a YouTube guy, reviews lots of movies. I mean, he even said we were kids when we watched this movie. We just thought, cool, it's a Batman movie, it's a superhero movie, which really there weren't that many superhero movies when we were growing up. Right. We had we had Batman or Batman. Right. Um, or, or Power Rangers, the one Power Rangers movie. Yeah, but that wasn't really a superhero movie. That was... They're kind of superheroes. Anyway. After this movie, I don't really have a memory of a superhero movie until Spider-Man came out. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's really weird because 
Um, some of the people that listen to this podcast, some of the people that we interact with, I mean, they their superhero movies kind of started in the 70s with Superman. Mm. You know? And so it's really weird that we finally get to Batman and Robin. Um, Batman's, well, I guess we've had about the same amount of movies as Superman, but um, you get to this one and it just, it's just awful. You know, you would have think that they could have perfected it. And I think a lot of it was, from my understanding, Joel Schumacher said, sure, I'll do it, but you got to let me do it the way I want to do it. And he supposedly, I can't say quote, but he wanted to make a comic book movie. I'm using air quotes. You can't see it, but comic book movie. <laughs> he wanted it to look like a comic book. And I don't know how he gets that. Well, I mean, uh, it's it's weird because it's, a, it's supposed to be a Batman movie. Yeah. Where Batman, even in the comics, he's like this. He's a dark character. Like he's mm-hmm. he's supposed to be like in the shadows. Yeah. But in this, they put as much like neon as many neon lights mm-hmm. as they can in it. Yeah. And he's he's like just hanging out at this like auction. Yeah, that gala. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so they just they take everything about Batman mm-hmm. and don't even get me started on Bane. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They just take everything about the Batman universe mm-hmm. and like just throw it away. Yeah, they're just like, oh, let's 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 start all over again. Um, so let I mean let's dive in what we've been doing with each episode. In case you're just now tuning in, you're probably going 20 minutes into this thing, and you guys have not really talked about anything. You just beat the crap out of it. <laughs> let's talk about our characters because it's usually where because the past couple movies have been character movies. They're not plot movies. So yet again, we get a new Batman. And what do you think of George Clooney as Batman? He's George Clooney as. Batman. Yeah, here's the thing. At this at this point in time, George Clooney was still doing ER. Mm. Okay, that was his claim to fame. He had not done any of these, you know, Ocean's Eleven, nothing. I think if we took now George Clooney and stuck him in the bat suit, I think he'd be awesome. I think he'd be. I don't think he'd be awesome necessarily, and maybe that's just because of this movie. I guess I'm using awesome very flippantly, but it'd be, it'd be cool. I could see him maybe as like. An older Batman. Like Batman Beyond Like a Bruce. Batman Beyond Bruce. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, but, I don't know. <laughs> After just mentioning, like, Bruce Wayne and George Clooney in the same sentence after this movie, you just make me shiver. <laughs> okay, so thumbs down for, for George Clooney as Batman. Thumbs down for George Clooney as any superhero <laughs> ever. Keep him out of it. Okay. Um... Well, that that settles it. Uh, I really don't care for for George Clooney as Batman or Bruce. I think he's a very pansy Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. He's not. I mean, he's he's got that Playboy look, but there's just something about his attitude. He doesn't. When I think of Bruce Wayne, I think of a more confident, um, maybe jerky guy. Mm-hmm. And you know, Batman. This Batman is very goofy, very punny, you know, and that's how they wrote him. So, we're done with Batman. Let's talk about Robin. Same Robin. Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, but more annoying, I think. Like, more whiny. I, yeah. I, I didn't mind him as Robin in Batman Forever. Because he was more Nightwing than he was right. Robin. In this, he's 
He's just a whiny brat. Well, like that one video we were watching. I don't remember who it was, but just... You could replace yeah. all of his dialogue with... You know. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I, yeah. I want a car. I want a car! I want a, give me a car! I want a Robin signal. Yeah. Like, it's like... Dude, you're the sidekick. <clears throat> Dude, I would love to have a motorcycle. Actually, I would rather have his 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 bike over that Batmobile. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about gadgets here in a bit. Um... So, yeah, Robin was whiny. I don't like him as much in this movie. I, if you took away the, the nipples, <laughs> I, I don't mind his costume. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was night. That was yeah. the Nightwing costume right there. Yeah, so, I mean, that was... Minus the cape. Right. So, I, I didn't mind his costume if you took off, took away the, the nipples. Right. Um, but, <laughs> besides that, yeah, yeah, complete throwaway character. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, again, for the fourth time in a row, we have Alfred, um, same Alfred we've had for the past 10 years, Mm. as far as these movies go. Um, do you like what they did with this character in this movie? I feel like they did more with this character in this movie than they have in any of the past movies. Yeah. Um, mainly with the plot about him getting sick. Yeah. And then, uh, quotes dying. Yeah. Um... I don't know that I'd say I like what they did, because um, really this movie was just kind of mini-story on top of mini-story on top of mini-story. Mm. There are too many layers, and it made it too complicated. There are too many, too many, yeah, cooks in the kitchen. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. Um, but I do like the fact that they did use him more. I mean, and it, really, I mean, he wasn't really a plot point for the whole movie, but he was for... For Batgirl. Right. Um, speaking of, what do you think of Alicia Silverstone? <sighs> She's just coming off clueless in this movie, so. And I feel like that's completely <laughs> describes her. Mm-hmm. Clueless. Um, yeah. Well, she even says in special features, I didn't even know there was a Batgirl. Yeah. Really? Do your homework, lady. Do your homework. That would have been like George Clooney being like, Batman, what? Explain this to me again? <clears throat> Stoop me up, Uncle Alfred. <laughs> yeah, that's weird, too. Can we just talk about the weirdness of that? I find it weird that he just happens to know his niece's measurements. Right. and That's creepy! And the fact that, like, he's like, yeah, I know you're going to figure out the secret, and I want you to be Batgirl. Yeah. Here, my my niece, whom I love and adore, I'm going to throw you into harm's mm-hmm. way. The, the only family member I actually have contact with now... Um, if you die, you die, right. but at least you got a cool rubber suit out of the deal. Um, yeah, that, that was just something else. Um, we have Commissioner Gordon, who was kind of pointless in this movie. Yeah. He's kind of pointless in the other movies too, but, um, forgettable. Yeah. You know? Um, the only part I really remember him in is, is at the beginning when he like, Pops up on the screen and he's like, there's a new villain. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about our villains here. We have three in this movie. Which is probably the most that there's ever been. I would say movie. two and a half. Because I wouldn't count two and Bane. A yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get Bane done and out of the way. Um, I'm so glad that Tom Hardy... Fixed that image. Yeah. In, in The Dark Knight Rises. Because growing up, like, 
since I, I'm more of a Marvel guy, mm-hmm. I didn't read a whole lot of Batman when I was a kid. This was my version of Bane. I was yep. like, oh, Bane is just this this monster mm-hmm. who's a giant sumo wrestler. <laughs> yeah, he's a luchador. Yeah. You know, with green muscles. Yeah, that was, I mean, same with me, too. I mean, I wasn't even reading comics or anything. So, you know, um, and so I didn't really know that there was a correlation, but... Yeah, this was my bane for, well, up until 2012, <laughs> you know, or, well, 2011 when I, I mean, I had read, like, the Nightfall series, which mm. I really don't care for, but, that you know, that's really where I learned who Bane was, but. So, this movie single-handedly destroyed Bane on top of Batman for an entire generation. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, that's, that's that way. See, we're wasting time on this episode, I'm telling you. Okay, let's... <laughs> Everyone knows how we feel, because everyone feels the same way. <laughs> I hope somebody out there in in the, the, the internet world is screaming at their MP3 player or whatever you listen to this podcast and going, Yes! You're right! You're right! <sighs> and, and if there's someone out there who... Absolutely loves Batman and Robin. I have a free copy of Batman and Robin for you. I will give you my entire eight-disc Batman anthology set if you love this movie. But to prove <laughs> that you love this movie, you have to like write out a blog about. No, how- you. <laughs> I think we should have somebody that absolutely loves this movie call in and explain to us why they love this movie so much. Now, I don't love this movie. I've already said that this beats Batman Returns, but just slightly. Okay? Just slightly. I gave my reasons. If you forgot, listen to the beginning of the episode. <laughs> um, so, back to our villains. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, Mr. Freeze. Um, Arnold. What do you think? I think he's a pun machine. He's awful. Yeah. He... And I, you can't... I don't think you can blame, blame any of the actors in this movie. It is solely the script. And none of these actors really fit any of the characters. I mean, right. other than George Clooney, and it's just because he's the living Bruce Wayne. <laughs> minus, you know, the the bat suit. I don't know. Um, I can have fun with Arnold as... Mr. Freeze, because he's in an unexpected role. You're just mm-hmm. kind of like, that's different. I mean, his lines are really awful. You have him conducting hockey players, you know, evil hockey players, and that kind of thing. Uh, are you looking at notes? He he has at least 27 different ice puns <laughs> throughout the movie. Yeah. that That's... That's probably 25 too many. Like, Yeah. I would have been okay with them just sticking, like, one or two in there. Well, and that's just... That's probably just his just puns. his puns. But Batman has some. Robin has some. His... Poison Ivy has some. His, like, little... Not girlfriend, but, you know, that... Yeah, his mistress. Yeah. It's just all over the place. Yeah. Um... Like I said, I can have fun... With him as, as Mr. Freeze. But then again, where do we know Mr. Freeze from? We know Mr. Freeze from the animated series. Mm-hmm. You know. Alright, moving on. 
Because uh, we could talk all day about Mr. Freeze and all of his bad puns. Yeah. Poison Ivy? Uh, again, just not very good. No. But it's really sad, and I'm going to be completely honest. She is one of the better parts of this movie. And not just because she's wearing something skimpy. You don't have to look at me <laughs> like that. No, I, I'm... David! I'm being very honest. I... There's something about the way that Uma Thurman plays the poison... I, I don't like um, her her Isley character, Dr. Isley character. Mm-hmm. I don't... I think she just... It's very over the top and just very stupid. Um, but there's something that I like about how she plays Poison Ivy. Um, I don't know if it's because she does pull off that seductress kind of thing very mm-hmm. well. Um, and it gives... I guess I kind of like the fact that Batman and Robin um, fight over her. Because of, I think... I'll I give like, you that. I like that. I, um, I, I will say that if I had to rate the best acting in this movie, mm-hmm. she would definitely probably be towards the top of the list. Just because... Because everybody else ties with last. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so bad like across the board that even yeah. if you're just a little notch above that, Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't mind... I, I'd rather like Uma Thurman in this movie. Yeah. She, I definitely prefer her over uh, the Bane and Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah. And, of course, the plot is just... It's so stupid. I mean, that's the best word for it. Um, yeah, the fact that the two villains that they decide to put in this movie, mm-hmm. Poison Ivy and Mr. Freeze, who have complete opposite agendas. Yeah, like, yeah they're like... So, I want, like, a heat wave. And he's like, oh, I want to freeze the world. It just it does not mesh very well. Yeah, I don't know how you have all ice and all plants at the same time. Maybe they would split the world in half. And be like, you get the bottom half, and I get the top half. That's right, that would make sense. North and South Poles. Yeah. Figured it out! There it is. Yes! Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Superman will show up, because obviously he, <laughs> he exists in this world. Right. They say so in the first five minutes of the movie. Right, right. Which, I would hate to see a Joel Schumacher Superman. Oh, man. Probably Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine how tight his suit would have been? I've seen the pictures. <laughs> oh, I don't want to think about that. I think, honestly, I think it's one of those movies that, even though it is as messed up as it is, you can still have a lot of fun with it. I mean, um, like I said, I had fun with my daughter. She enjoyed it. It's bright. It's colorful. It's silly. And mm. and she loves it. So it would probably be her favorite Batman movie. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's enjoyable for me. But I think you can also have fun with it, you know, like, um, just riffing on it. Just, I think it would be fun for, for us one time to just record, like, a riff track to yeah. a movie. It's like a mystery science theater. Yeah. About like that. Thing. I, so. This is one of those movies that, like, I just, I love to hate it. Yeah. Because I, it's just, it's so bad, and everything about it is just terrible, but it's one of those movies that, because it's so bad, you almost have to wonder, like, did they know they were making such a bad movie as they were making well, it? Well, they, they did, though. 
If you look at the special features, I mean, in some way, shape, or form, Joel Schumacher, um, George Clooney, Chris O'Donnell, they all kind of say, yeah, we knew it was bad. I mean, Chris O'Donnell says um, something about how they were just shooting a big toy commercial. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, right there, that's telling you, you know, well, I couldn't really get into it. It really felt cheesy to me. I mean, think about the ice skates at the beginning. Uh, It's not plausible. And I think that's where you have to just, like I said earlier, if you go into this movie trying to think it's, I mean, I mean, even Batman Forever, you can take a little bit more seriously than this, Mm -hmm. as goofy as that was. Um, This one, you just kind of have to throw it out the window and just say, let's just have fun. Yeah. Um, but this movie definitely makes you appreciate the Dark Knight trilogy. So, um, we haven't talked about what we're going to do with that, but we'll discuss it and we'll let you guys know on Facebook or something like that. Um, is there anything else to talk about? I don't really think so. I mean, I think we've said enough. I think everyone... Everyone kind of feels the same way, I think. Uh, well, I guess we do have some some Facebook feedback I can pull up real quick. Uh, just a little bit. I put out a call on the Facebook page over at facebook.com slash geekthispodcast. And I asked basically what your comments and thoughts were for Batman and Robin and Thor The Dark World, which um, hopefully we'll get a review done for that. Very, very soon, um, while it's still fresh in our minds. But Ben Avery, who hosts Strangers and Aliens and Welcome to Level 7, um, commented that the best part of Batman and Robin is that it almost is worth watching so that you can get to the point where the filmmakers and stars in the extra materials actually apologize multiple times to you, the viewer, for giving you that. Um... It is un- an unfortunate travesty made only slightly better if you watch the movie pretending that it is just a big summer adaptation of Adam West's Batman series. Unfortunately, it's a big budget adaptation of what Adam West's Batman made by people who didn't understand why Adam West's Batman was so good. And um, David Arrington commented, said he's never seen Batman and Robin because he heard it was so awful. I... I would almost say to that, good for you. <laughs> you know, actually, here's what I'm going to say. I want David Arrington to watch this movie, and I want him to tell us what he thought of it. That is, that's his homework when he listens to this episode. Do you hear this, David? You have got to watch this movie. Find it for, I mean, I wouldn't pay for it. But it's definitely worth a rental if you've never seen it. So go rent it from somewhere. You need to watch this movie. So you have a whole rounded perspective of the Batman on film. You know, whatever you want to call this. So, I don't I guess if nothing else, watch this movie so you can see exactly how low it can really go. Alright, that's it. We're done. We're done. Alright, so, as always... If you want to get in touch with us, tell us what you thought about this movie or um, really anything else that we've ever podcasted about or haven't. Um, lots of ways. Go to geekthispodcast.com slash connect. You will find 
everything you need. Our Facebook page, our Twitter. You can subscribe to iTunes. Just go to geekthispodcast.com slash iTunes. And you can also call our new voicemail number. It is 765-416-3651. This is something I just want to bring up just kind of as my final words before I say goodbye. Um, If you guys have not rated us um, and given us a review on iTunes, please do so. Um, be honest. Uh, you know, if, if you think the show is really good, give us five. If you think it just plain sucks, give us one. But tell us why. Um, and if you listen to other podcasts, please uh, rate them and review them too. Tell them what they can do better. Um, tell them the things that you enjoy. Uh, because that really makes our podcast better. And it actually makes us feel like, you know, we're doing something worthwhile instead of just talking here and making idiots of ourselves. <laughs> So, Which might be the case, but at least we're having a fun time doing it. I don't mind being an idiot. I'm okay with that. So, that's going to do it for episode number 24. I don't know what Tony's five is going to be. But, thank you guys so much for listening. This is Dave Clement saying, um, go, go watch Batman. And this is Dave Hunt saying, there are more humane ways to torture yourself. <laughs>